What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 87 of the Stand Up Guys podcast. I'm your host, Incomparable Zach Jones, and I'm joined, as always, by the Jay Briscoe to my Mark Briscoe, Lester Jones. Well, that's a name I actually know, I guess. That's the last... That's the last pair of wrestling brothers I had, so I, I think you're down to the generic intro next week, <laughs> unless I feel like finding more, which I probably don't. But we, of course, got the ninth wonder, Chocolate Thunder, eating that stink eye and getting that pink eye, lover of the badge and the turn of Sheriff's badge. He's got two for the pink, one for the stink, tattooing the ladies with his Indian ink, the phenomenal A.J. Singh. Hey everyone, that's uh, it's an emotional ride for me, you know, because uh, I do like the pink, but the stink, boy. <laughs> you love this. <laughs> Not a fan. <laughs> All right. Well, besides the stink, what have you been watching? This oh week? man, just March Madness like crazy. It's the NCAA tournament, the college basketball. Oh, okay. And uh, my team, luckily, the Houston Cougars, you know, the Horny Milfs, they uh, made it out of the first and second round. So now they're in the Sweet 16, and they're playing tonight against the number one team, Arizona. And uh, they're ranked number five themselves, so it'll be a, a kind of a mismatch. But um, it's a 1.5-point uh, game differentials, what the odds makers are saying. They're saying Arizona's going to win by 1.5 points. So uh, I think Houston has a really good chance, and I'm hoping they'd pull it out. But I'm happy with the season we've had, so I'm not going to you know, push it or anything. Now, how is Portland doing? Oh, Portland didn't have any teams that made it. The it did host the tournament, so like uh, there were some good games that were played here. Oh well, but, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the coveted uh, arena of the week. <laughs> yeah, the greatest arena in basketball. <laughs> so pretty much that's what you've been doing is uh, watching basketball. Yeah, I've been indoor dashing. On, yeah, indoor dashing. Just doing that before I even showed up here. <laughs> Oh, I did watch a, a little bit of a DMZ. It's that new uh, DC oh. show on HBO Max. How is it? I, I read the comic book like ages ago, and like the comics, like fine. It didn't rock my socks or nothing. But how do you like the show so far? I gave it a chance. I knew I wouldn't really be into it because I don't like the whole like uh, post-apocalyptic kind of uh, you know crazy wild west kind of uh, thing. That's not for me. But well, isn't that series more about like a like um. Like, there's a kind of like a second Civil War somehow, even though we're all red and blue mixed together. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, apparently, like, uh, there's a part, like, Manhattan is like its own war. It's like a war zone. It's the demilitarized. It's supposed right. to be, well, it's supposed to be the war zone. And then I believe the main character is Rosario Dawson, who works in a in a different uh, area. I think, I don't know which side is the DMZ. It, it might be the side where... So her family is like separated from her, and they were left behind in a in Manhattan. Oh, okay, and uh, that is supposed to be like kind of a, a war zone. Uh, I don't know what the demilitarized zone is that they talk about because the first episode she goes back to see if she can find them, and uh, it's really dangerous, and it's just uh, gangs have taken over. You know, it's it's kind of like that environment, and I don't know that that just doesn't do it for me. That whole. Mad Max kind of thing. Yeah, if I remember right, like in the book, like the main character was a guy that was like, like a journalist, like 
and he went in there. And then there was a female character that he had like a relationship with, but she wasn't like the main character by any stretch. Oh, in this situation, she's like a, a doctor or a nurse, something like that. And uh, she, she, uh, I think there was so like uh, there's like this these buses lined up, and they're all trying to get out of this uh, war zone. And uh, she has her kids with her, or at least one kid with her. And uh, she's trying to get on the bus, and the kid gets lost. And then uh-huh. she gets on the bus. She ends up. I think for some amount of time being in a different location in towards towards where the uh, uh, fr- battle is happening because she's a doctor so she's helping out there, but uh, that's when she uh, after a few months she gets uh, some passports I guess or whatever she needs some paperwork to get back into Manhattan so she can find her family. Mm. So it's mostly about her right now. Is this thing just like a like a mini series like a yeah one I think season? it's four episodes. Oh, just four episodes. Mm-hmm. I might watch it eventually then if it gets like good ratings. Yeah, I mean, I watched like half of the first episode, but it was just too like dreary. And just a little too yeah. depressing. <laughs> yeah, but then I mean, I did go on to watch Hill House on Netflix later, <laughs> which is straight up horror, but uh, such a good show. I don't watch a lot of horror, but I, I did watch those those shows, The Haunting, Hill House, and Bly Manor. Yeah. And they're pretty good. Yeah, I love They're decent. Mm-hmm. What about you? Ah, I rewatched The Boys, watched some BS. I don't remember what else I watched. I was gonna I was s- watching something. <laughs> oh, I watched the um, the Big Mouth spinoff. Oh yeah, HR, right? HR, yes, on the Human Resources. Uh-huh. Oh, I, the same, I didn't even hear about that. Does it have all the same? Because I saw the commercials. It looked like they had the same characters. Well, it doesn't have the kids. It basically it's just the like the monsters and stuff, uh-huh. like on the other side. Oh, uh, those are my favorite. I love them. I love uh, Maury. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was necessarily quite as good, but um, mm. it has its moments. Okay. I want to say I saw you watching something else, and I now I don't remember what it, it was. Probably was. I did. I didn't watch. The only new thing I watched this week is I started. I believe it's season four of Star Trek Discovery, and like uh, I think I watched about half of it. And like I don't. I'm not even sure I know which one, which 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 one that is. <laughs> is it, all right. So how many? There's a show called Picard, right? Yeah. Have you watched that yet? No, not yet. Okay, okay. The thing with it, like, I'm not a Trekkie by any means. I, I've dabbled in Trek, and, like, I feel like I should watch, like, I've watched, like, a chunk of Star Trek The Next Generation, but I, I, I'm sure I could just watch Picard, but I almost feel like I should finish Star Trek The Next Generation <laughs> <laughs> before I watch Picard, because mm. I'm sure it references it at least some, yeah. or at least I would think so. Mm. Um, but... Uh, I mean, Star Trek Discovery, like, it, it's fine. Like, I don't know if it has anything really profound to say, but if you're just looking for, like, a little, you know, sci-fi... Who's the captain in this one? It's, um... Oh, what's her name? Shaniqua Martin-Green. The most prominent thing she did before this was she was on The Walking Dead, which I don't think you watched, so you, you probably wouldn't know who I'll she watch is. I some of The Walking Dead. Oh, um... <laughs> I mean, she came in... I don't know what season she came in on, maybe two or three... Yeah, I'd probably recognize her. Oh. But yeah, it's a, it's a decent show. <laughs> One thing I wanted to go back to is I think last week I mentioned that I watched that Reacher show on Amazon. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Buff, <laughs> and like one thing I forgot to bring up that I thought was weird about it is, and I'm sure like the really hardcore like, you know, Reacher heads, Reacher rounds, whatever they're <laughs> called, that like read the books and shit probably know the answer to this. But like, so like occasionally in the show it like flashes back to when he was a kid and like his family is his mom dad his older brother and him right 
And his mom, even though his name's Jack Reacher, like in the show, he makes a thing where like he just is like, just call me Reacher. That's what he wants to go by, Reacher, right? But his mom, even his mom, would just call him Reacher. But that's which doesn't make fucking sense because that's their last yeah, name. That's weird. And like, I could maybe. He's like, uh, she. She later regretted naming him Cockmaster. <laughs> and the, the thing of it is, is like, well, like maybe if he was a junior, like him and his dad had the same name, maybe you could say it makes sense. But the thing is, is like he's the younger brother, so they never say it. But I wouldn't think he'd be the junior if he's the younger brother. I don't know. It just <laughs> weird. It'd be like, yeah, <laughs> like if my mom called me Jones all the time, I'd be like, what? It's so fucking weird. It like makes you the mascot of the family in a way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm like, this makes no sense. No family ever in the history of the world does this. Yeah, no, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, you know, George Foreman like named eight of his sons George. I wonder if they all have nicknames, <laughs> whatever they actually want to <laughs> <Yeah>. be called. <laughs> Bill Frank. <laughs> <laughs> My name's George, but <laughs> call me whatever. Yeah. This daughter's dirty too. He named them like Georgina or Georgia. Uh, Georgia, like yeah. dirty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And his wife just went along with it. She's like, well, he makes a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if I had a wife who was a millionaire, I'd be like, you can name the kids whatever you want to. <laughs> Tractor. <laughs> Reacher. <laughs> Anything but Reacher. <laughs> Oh, man. I'm sure the book nerds right now are like, I know why he's called. (laughs) He lost his first name in a horrible accident. (laughs) Don't you dare call me Jack, you motherfucker. It's a reacher. Even my own mother doesn't call me Jack. (laughs) Oh, man. You guys got anything else before we get into this shit show of a show? (laughs) No. (laughs) Well, I have a question. Like, um... I work with a trans girl, Paul, you guys met. And, uh, like, she said, like, someone called her a half-wit on Facebook or something. I'm like, okay, that's Facebook. But she wrote half-wit, like, a question and then, like, a sentence. But then, like, she got Facebooked where they blocked her for 30 days. I was like, what? you're responding to somebody else calling you something. <laughs> and you get blocked for 30 days. Like, it, does, does anyone actually like this blocking feature? I mean, Wait, so so Facebook blocked like what'd she say? Like Well like I don't know, she was probably saying something random or whatever. Someone's like, You're a half wit and she's like, Half wit, blah 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 blah. But I I feel like you're leaving out the best part. Well, <laughs> like, I don't know the blah blah blah. But it must have been like something if Facebook like Well she she made it sound like the half wit was the bad part. It was like half wit question mark, you don't even know me or something like that. And it's like what the fuck? But she was telling me like you can also get blocked for using certain images and different stuff. I was like, what the fuck? Well, you know what's weird is, um, so there's a political commentator named Kyle Kalinske that I'll frequently watch. And he recently got banned from Twitter, like, temporarily. Yeah, it happens to a lot of people. But the reason it happened to him was so silly. Like, uh, I've never watched a movie, but there's this movie, Scanners, where, like, this guy's, like, head explodes. You ever see that gif? Where it's very obviously, like, a fake head and it, like, explodes. Anyway, I, anyway, anyway, he posted that, 
and they banned him because they said one of the rules is you can't show excessive gore. Mm. <laughs> but it's like I've seen that gif like yeah. many a time, and I'm like, does everybody who puts this gif get banned? To, you know, temporarily. And it's just silly because I feel like they have kind of like a hit list on Twitter. I mean, besides the fact, I feel like I've seen people like share like you know like war videos. Like I I, I swear I saw like a gif of like a the Ukraine thing where like a like a tank just like exploded somebody and i'm like like you didn't see the gore though (laughs) yeah it was so quick you didn't see the gore i mean that seems like (laughs) much more like shocking than like an obviously fake head exploding yeah i've seen some really inappropriate stuff on twitter (laughs) like well the other thing about twitter is they'll allow like straight up like nudity and like sexual content yeah so like they're making a judgment call that like the gore is like like yeah. worse or what it just seems like a weird stance to take yeah i i don't know i'm I'm really i kind of feel like i don't know is there like a free speech platform where they just let you say whatever the fuck you want and just be fucking nuts i mean i i've heard there's like um like a thing that's trying to be a youtube like i think it's called like rumble or something I've, I've never even looked at it i've just heard of it but like i don't think it gets any traction it but the thing is is like if if you create a, a platform like that that's true, just truly like free speech, as soon as people start getting crazy on there, it's just going to be banned from every marketplace that people actually use, and that's the problem. Like like Google, Amazon, yeah. Apple, they're all going to say, "Well, sorry, there's white supremacists on your thing." So um, yeah, they really fucked over uh, what was it, Parler? Parler, yeah. Which okay, I, I mean, there's other servers you can use, obviously, but. But yeah, it's just how many people go outside those main convenient ones. Not very many. Yeah. And so that that's the problem is... I feel like there's a, a little bit of a hole in the market. I do too. Like they're just getting obnoxious. I do too. Like I, I feel like if you... There's definitely a market for a, plat, a social media platform where like anything goes and people just are basically like, hey, we don't... We're not trying to get right wing lunatics or left-wing lunatics we just want people to say whatever they, they want yeah. i think that would be attractive to a lot of people but again like yeah. it, it, well it reminds me of like like you know the news shows that are very biased one way or the other right and it's just like you know you can just let us be you, you don't have to <laughs> you don't have to give us all this crazy shit or like filter out one side or the other i mean i understand the temptation to some extent but i don't know i just don't like to see it I mean, yeah, cable news, that's pretty much all you're going to get. But, yeah, I don't know what the right answer is, but YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, they all do weird shit as far as, like, you know, the the algorithm, like, what, what it decides not to encourage, I guess. Because, I mean, part of me is, like, if you can block people, if they're putting shit on you don't want to see, then just block it. That seems like the easy method. And like preemptively going in. I mean, I'm sure there's certain things almost nobody wants to see, but. Yeah. But like even Kyle Kalinske, like he doesn't put out anything insane. I'm. Yeah. And he, he said that like, you know, he used like his subscribers were going on like a certain pace, you know, up and up and up. And then all of a sudden YouTube changed their algorithm and, and like, and it's not just him, like other like independent news outlets said the same thing like all all of a sudden like their subscriber growth like came to almost a screeching halt hmm. and it's like you know 
Why would YouTube do that? Well, sometimes they have it's not to, even intentional. If you're creating algorithms, they they have behaviors you don't really predict sometimes. So they might have thought they just found a better suggestion algorithm and it just cut a bunch of people out. The thing is, is it's not like they're trying to correct it. Well, like it did what it did and it's just... If you're making $3 billion a year or whatever, maybe you figure you're doing okay. <laughs> I don't know. It definitely seems like they're trying to... Uh, lift some people up and not others, which is, I don't know it, it, how they decide which of those they do and which they don't. It seems a little off-putting. But yeah, I don't think anybody's cracked the code as far as like a perfect social media like platform. I mean, what do you guys... Social media is like Twitter, Facebook. We're not talking about like Reddit, right? Because Reddit, I feel like, has a mixture of people. Like, there's all kinds... Yeah, I mean... Reddit's got a, a yeah, like you said, a mix. I've never used Reddit very much. It's like it's like one of those things where sometimes you know I'll Google like a question and, and Reddit, Reddit will come up, up. Yeah, but I don't just go on Reddit and like search around, so I don't really know how useful it is. Yeah, like if you Google something like "What is this huge red boil on my ass?" <laughs> and it'll pop up and be like, "Oh, I had one of those." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Reddit's got a little bit of everything. <laughs> but yeah, you get a little bit of the smart and a little bit of the dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Well, speaking of dumb, should we get this show on the road? <laughs> Starting with me. <laughs> well, anybody who hasn't watched, we're going to go around the table and bring hopefully some crazy news stories to the, the table, and we'll see if we can't make something funny and or entertaining out of it. And as tradition dictates, AJ, we usually start with you, so what do you got for us? All right, let's start off with some Florida man. Florida man calls police to check whether his meth is authentic. A man who jumped from a moving flight leaving LAX airport has told authorities that it was all down that it was all down to taking lots, all due, I guess, to taking lots of crystal meth. The uh, Washington Post reports that Mexi that Mexican Luis Antonio Victoria Dominguez faces a maximum 20-year prison sentence for a charge of interfering with a flight crew. The charge was the charge has come from the U.S. Attorney's Office in the Central District of California, which filed a complaint detailing the incident last Sunday, 27th June. Uh, however, at least we can. However, at least we can commend Victoria Dominguez for his honesty. When police asked the 33-year-old from La Paz why he did all of this, he explained that he had been in a hotel in Los Angeles smoking meth with, for days. When he came down from the drug, he couldn't handle it. While on the plane, he said that he could hear all the voices of the people on board, and it sent him into a panic. Court documents seen by the Post said that Dominguez started his started crystal meth intake on a on Tuesday, three days before his eventual aborted flight. Uh, he arrived in LAX that day from Cabo San Lucas, Mexico, and wanted to get to Salt Lake City, but had no connecting flight. Instead, he made his way to a hotel in Los Angeles and drank several beers before using $20 to buy a lot of crystal methamphetamine, according to his own recounting of events to the FBI. The next day, he then, removed to, he then moved to another hotel after smoking plenty of meth. He decided he wanted to fly to Utah rather than take a bus. What he, what he should have done at that point was stop smoking crystal meth, but he carried on and on Thursday evening. He missed his flight and ended up walking the streets of Los Angeles. On the Friday, after returning to the airport, he missed his flight again. He finally got himself onto a rescheduled flight, which he boarded before its 6 30 p.m. scheduled departure. Then he came down, 
then the come down kicked in. According to the post, the documents state that when Victoria Dominguez took his seat, he was coming down from all the drugs he had used the last couple of days and immediately started to doze off. He apparently heard several passengers la behind him laughing and talking about the flight going to a different city than Salt Lake City. Panicking, he unbuckled his seatbelt and went to the front of the plane, getting past a flight attendant and banging on the cockpit doors. The pilot opted for the safe. The pilots opted for safety, so instead, Victoria Dominguez pushed past the flight attendant and headed towards the emergency door. He then allegedly opened the door partially, deploying the emergency slide. The documents then explained that Victoria Dominguez was familiar with how to open those doors because in the past he had sat in the emergency exit row and moved the handles up and down. The plane was rolling by this point, but came to a halt as Victoria D Dominguez broke free of a fellow passenger who was attempting to restrain him before falling to the ground and breaking his leg. He was arrested trying to crawl away from the plane. The lesson here is really obvious. Don't smoke meth. I mean, what an adventure. <laughs> it is, but what was the headline of that story? Oh, he asked a cop to check his meth to see if it was authentic, but I didn't see that happen anywhere in the story. See, yeah, you got another one of those. Because I saw this headline, I didn't, and, and on this side anyway... Like, it has a completely different story. What site did you go to? Uh, Lad, Bible? Lad Bible. I went to Lad Bible. See, <laughs> what the hell? See, and Lad Bible is the one that does that occasionally. Hmm. But, like, here, I got the same story, but, it, well, the same headline, but different story. Hmm. Florida man calls police to check whether his meth is authentic. A Florida man has taken Wild to another level after he allegedly called police with a peculiar request. Police from the Hernando... Uh, County Sheriff's Office said Thomas Eugene Colucci was concerned about drugs he had recently purchased. Why on God's green earth would you notify authorities uh, about your allegedly illegal activities is beyond us. But he had a pressing question he needed answered. Is this legit? The 41-year-old called 911 and asked them to come and test the drugs he had just bought from someone at the bar. He tested it himself, but he was worried it was bath salts because it didn't give him the high he was used to. He then really dug himself into a hole when he told officers he was an experienced drug user who had used meth before and therefore he knew what it should feel like. <laughs> he showed police two small baggies containing a white crystal-like substance hanging it over to handing it over to one of the officers present. Not only did Colucci want to have what he had purchased tested for authenticity, he hoped to keep others from buying fake drugs. He wanted police to put the person in trouble for selling it to him in the first place, but alas, he could not provide any information about the shady dude he'd bought it from. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately for Colucci, the substance in the baggies uh, were in fact meth. So now that we've established <laughs> that Colucci isn't the brightest light on the Christmas tree, it'll be no shock to discover that police promptly turned uh, up and arrested him. Police promptly put this Class A idiot in the back of a patrol vehicle uh, where he started experiencing chest pains. He was later cleared by a doctor. Colucci was then taken to the Hernando County Detention Center on charges of possession of methamphetamine and two counts of possession of drug paraphernalia. He was released on March 11th after posting $7,000 bail. Meanwhile, the Hernando County Sheriff's Office is now um, Sprite? I don't know what this word is. I think they misspelled something. Uh, their new drug testing service on uh, social media, including the obvious joke in their uh, news release. If you or someone you know have doubts about the authenticity of any illegal narcotics you have on hand or have obtained from another person, the Hernando County Sheriff's Office is pleased to provide this service free of charge, the release says. Uh, <laughs> I mean, so at least... Um 
at least he was caring about his fellow drug users. <laughs> you know what's crazy though? A ton of people are dying from drug use just because so much of it is cut with fentanyl now. Yeah. yeah. Like even there's been a couple celebrities like um Oh, Tom Petty and um I believe his name's like Eddie K. Williams or something, the guy that played on The Wire. Like they mm. died of like drug related deaths, but then like it's come out that, it, that that's mostly most likely what it was was there was like fentanyl and their heroin or whatever they were taking. Mm. I think it was Michael K. Williams. Michael, that's probably right. That's how Tom Petty died. Yeah, I did not know that. I know Michael Jackson died from like opioids. Yeah, yeah he was on well, a lot of prescriptions. Well, he was using yeah. some weird one to help him sleep. Like he was actually having a doctor administer it, and then he just like didn't wake up or whatever. Mm. But I don't think it was like uh, fentanyl related, right? Okay. No, the fentanyl thing seems to be a thing that's really sprung up in the last couple of years, and I don't know why. Like, I, I heard so something that it's coming from China, and I think with fentanyl, it's like you need so little of it to like get the same effects that you would get from like regular heroin, I guess. Oh, so oh, if there's like a grain too much or something, yeah. then it kills people. Man, yeah. I I also I saw like a headline or something that said like during the pandemic, like. Um, alcohol-related deaths go, went up, like, people, like... I think uh, drug deaths in general went up a lot. It's probably true. Yeah, I can believe that. If people are sitting at home just doing drugs. Mm. <laughs> Be like, this is great, I can get high and uh, work from home. <laughs> <laughs> it, all, it always amazes me, like, the people that the pandemic and the quarantine just, like, drove crazy because i'm just like i'm so boring like it didn't affect me at all yeah yeah i was like this is totally fine i could stay home all day yeah like, like i didn't give a shit yeah. that's what i normally do anyway <laughs> other people who are like out and about i don't i don't understand how you could be out and about your whole life like going here and there i don't i don't understand people like yeah. that don't you uh, just want to uh. yeah i agree but uh this reminds me of a little story from this week um so I'm pretty introverted. There's like this uh, extroverted woman in the in the office, and so like I'm in the elevator, mind my own business. I'm watching a YouTube video, and it's it's like um, <laughs> it's like this guy who hunts for fossils. And so she gets in, and she's like, oh, "What are you watching?" I was like, oh, "I'm watching a guy hunt for fossils." And and straight ass, she like looks at me. She's like, "Watching a guy hunt for fossils." Are you still single? <laughs> I was like, damn, burnt the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, it does sound boring. Because <laughs> I know hunting for fossils is a painstakingly like arduous process. You should have just looked at her and been like, I don't know, you tell me. <laughs> that, was like, that was like the best laugh I'd had in a while. And I, like, I got off the elevator before I stopped laughing. <laughs> but yeah, she got me bad. Mm, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, people would call me out all day on some of the stuff I watch, man. Like, especially on TikTok. Like, some of these videos are just so, like... You, you, if you told yourself like 10 years from now, you'd be watching videos like this, right. <laughs> like half the day. Yeah. You're going to sit around watching retards be retarded. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to watch dumb people not accomplish anything for like a minute straight. <laughs> and you're going to watch that over and over again. <laughs> and then you're going to watch somebody else do the yeah. exact same thing. Yeah. Well, should we see what's on the old manifesto this week? All right. First time in recorded history, paralyzed man, got a brain put in his a chip put in his brain. So this backstory is he has ALS, Lou Gehrig's, 
and like he'd been deteriorating. And so maybe like a couple years ago, like he was down to all he could do is blink for communication. And while he could still do that, he agreed to get this chip implant. So he like, he loses even that ability. He can't move anything. He can't blink. He can't do anything. And they put this chip in his brain and basically it's, it's just like binary. It's like, yes or no. But, um, he can like basically tell letters like one letter at a time. And so like his first, his first sentence was like, I want a beer. <laughs> oh, I heard about that. Yeah. yeah. So, so he, they, I think they got him a beer and like, uh, he wanted to listen to some music. <laughs> they got this guy a beer? I think so, yeah. <laughs> and he wanted right. like, uh, curry, like, um, he asked him to like blend it into a soup. Okay. And so he got some curry and some music <laughs> and a beer. So I was like, I mean, good for good. him. Yeah. Man. But I just feel like the beer, like in a hospital, would not be allowed. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of a unique case. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I wonder how long it takes him to, like, transcribe what he's trying to say. Apparently it's pretty slow. They say, uh, It does say in here. Um, he gets about a character a minute, so they figure it took about 10 minutes to order a beer. Oh, boy. Because I think they just, like, have a chart, and they're like, A, B, C, yes, no, yes, no, yes, uh. no, until they get the yes. You know what it reminds me of is that, like, scene from breaking bad where like the right, cops they did are that like with the uh the old guy with the bell and like doesn't he like basically tell them to go fuck themselves or something and they oh, eventually yeah. like it's like yeah, <laughs> yeah. you oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was like fuck you or suck my dick or yeah. something yeah Ho- hopefully in the future man they can just like Hopefully by the time we're old and broken down, they'll just be able to like put shit in our brains and like fix us. <laughs> <laughs> well, you figure if you had like enough impulses, you could like I don't know power a mechanical suit or have some other form of because uh... <laughs> they have like those things you can kind of control with your brain. I don't know, maybe something. Well, Elon Musk and other companies are working on those like brain nets or whatever they call them. Yeah, I don't know. This was just the first thing I heard about it. So I don't know. It was kind of, you know, can you imagine being just like trapped in a body? You can't do anything. Oh, that sounds terrible. Probably like first thing you'd want would be like a beer. Yeah, that's true. I'm surprised they didn't. They're, they're transcribing and he's just like, kill me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like what a bit, how much of a trooper do you have to be to like when your eyes stop working, you can't move at all. And you're just like waiting for him to get the chip in to see if you can do something. Yeah. You know what, what? If I was in that situation, they'd be like, oh, Poor guy, let's play him some music. I bet he likes this. And <laughs> probably put on like fucking Old Town Road or Justin Bieber or some horrible horse shit. Look at him. He's loving it. <laughs> they just prop you up with Fox News all day. <laughs> that's like, that's a true horror story. You just oh my there. God. Yeah. You just be angry all day. <laughs> Nurse comes and puts drops in your eyes sometimes. <laughs> She's not on anymore, but we taped every episode of Nancy Grace. There you go. <laughs> uh, well, I got a story for you. Man was catfished by his own dad. Oh, I had that story too. <laughs> but says it made them closer than ever. <laughs> yeah. They're fucking now. <laughs> um, a Hollywood actor and filmmaker has opened up about falling victim to a catfishing scheme by his own dad. When he was 20 years old, James... M- 
Morosini was flattered to receive a Facebook message from an attractive young girl named Becca. It wasn't long before the pair talked and every day sharing their love for all the same interests that eventually led to a cyber romance. Wait, wait. So did the dad know it was him? Well, the dad's trying to get like back in his life. So he's like created this fake girl that he thinks his son will like, basically. Um, However, after investing much of himself in Becca, James soon found out he was being catfished by his own dad. James' dad had posed as an attractive girl in order to reconnect with his estranged son. Morrisini, who had appeared on HBO's The Sex Lives of College Girls, spoke to the Daily Beast about his unique experience, which he has now turned into a film. Morrisini explained, I took the kernel of what actually happened and extrapolated upon that and used my imagination to push it to the furthest degree of what if it had gone even further in this direction, or, you know, what if I hadn't found out? Or what if it had taken me longer to find out? Now 31, James's film, I Love My Dad, premiered at South by Southwest Film Festival over the weekend. The Passion Project documents James's character struggle with a disappointing, disappointing father figure before he decides to cut off all contact and block his number in social media accounts. The father, played by Patton Oswalt, becomes desperate to rebuild his relationship with his son, so much so that he decides to set up a fake profile to contact him. In a cruel twist of fate, James's feelings begin to turn romantic, and the movie tracks his growing affection towards his dad. It begins with romance and flirting, but eventually escalates to much more sinister acts such as sexting and cybersex. The film reaches its pinnacle and James realizes Becca has the same email address as his father, finally forcing him to see the truth. By this point, James and his dad had already reunited during therapy, and surprisingly, he believes the experience actually drew them closer together. It was us hitting that rock bottom in our relationship, but it forced us to confront some of the foundational problems of our relationship, and actually caused things between him and I to get a lot better over time, because we had to talk about it, James said. They have a great relationship today, he added. I mean... That seems shady as hell, man. <laughs> I would not be okay with that. Do you, like, think, do you think he sent his dad dick pics? <laughs> I mean, he was horny for him at some point. <laughs> That's a horrible thought to have, like, in the bathtub. Yeah. Just laying around. Oh. <laughs> uh, I told my dad I want to see his boobs. <laughs> what if his dad, like... Gave him vag pics. And he was, oh, <laughs> it was like no. it turned out to be his mom. <laughs> <laughs> Man, uh, no, that's terrible. That's just. I mean, luckily now he my, kills people for money. Luck, luckily, <laughs> our dad can't even turn on a computer, so we're safe. <laughs> <laughs> he hires some programmer to help him. <laughs> I got to get them back on track. (laughs) That's terrible. No, I wouldn't be on board with that. (laughs) That seems so shady, too. It's like he knew that the son wouldn't approve of him being in his life unless he, like, wedged his way in first in that weird manner, you know? Like, it just seems so, yeah, underhanded. (laughs) It'd be funny if he was, like, chatting with a girl. He's like, so what do you want to do? And she's like, oh, I don't know. Hang out with you and your dad. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more about your dad. <laughs> he sounds like a cool guy. <laughs> you should spend more time with him. <laughs> I'm sure he's not as shitty as you say. Yeah. You probably don't know the whole story. <laughs> yeah. I bet he wanted to be there for you. 
Oh my god. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> well, AJ, you got a second story for us? Sure, I do. Let's see here. All right. Um, we got past the meth head. Uh, okay, here we go. Hopefully this is the story that it says it is. <laughs> Banksy work removed from wall could have been sold for two million pounds. There's a theory out there that suggests that one of the creators of the virtual brand Gorillas could actually be the mysterious street artist Banksy too. Check out the video below and see blah blah. Okay, uh, let's start with the details. Obviously, no one really knows who Banksy is, bar select very few people. Very few people. There are also some seriously compelling theories. Some people believe the famous street artist is a massive attack musician, uh, Robert Del Naha, whilst others believe it is a Bristol-based artist, Robert Gunningham. Hell, people even thought it was art attack presenter Neil Buchanan for a while. However, others continue to believe the secretive graffiti superstar might just be a dude called Jamie Hewlett. Jamie Hewlett, let me go back here. I honestly thought they figured out who he was like years ago, but maybe not. How do they not? Like, I, I there's think, cameras everywhere. Well, I, I think there's a very strong suspicion on the guy. I don't know his name. Hmm. Jimmy Hewlett, back in the 2000s. Uh, oh, it's a pretty picture of him. Uh, whilst you may not be immediately familiar with him, you'll almost certainly be familiar with his work. Hewlett is one of the creators of the comic book Tank Girl, but probably better known for his work as a co-creator alongside Damon Alp. Albarn of Gorillas. Now this theory opposed exposed by here by TikTok account Uber Art Club, Urban Art Club, uh, refers back to a time when Albarn's former band Blur released an album called Think Tank. That's important because the artwork for the album was designed by Banksy. The video suggests we think we found Banksy. In 2003, Banksy created, created his cover for Blur, Think Tank. Uh, Jamie Hewlett co-founded the Gorillaz virtual band alongside Blur's Damon Albarn. In 2010, Banksy's film company, Paranoid Pictures, was signed off as Jay Hewlett. Could J Jamie Hewlett be the elusive street artist Banksy? The claims first came to light in April 2019 after a forensics expert who's who chose to remain anonymous so as to not get hate mail for unmasking him, followed the breadcrumbs and turned up these companies. He told me Metro Paranoid Picture or he told Metro Paranoid Pictures, sole production company of Banksy's documentary, Exit Through the Gift Shop, is owned by Pest P Control Office Limited, the agency used to buy Banksy art. Pest Control office is owned by Pictures on Walls Limited, a company used to sell prints of other street artists. Pictures on, Wall Limited, Pictures on Walls Limited is owned by Jamie Hewlett. Therefore, it seems Jamie Hewlett is the ultimate beneficial owner of all Banksy companies, so if he, if he isn't Banksy, he must be very close to him. He had, I really believe it could be Jamie Hewlett, or at least he seems to own all things Banksy. Banksy's own publicist has denied claims that in the past, re releasing a statement that read, Jamie Hewlett is not the artist Banksy. However, people have noticed that the statement spells that surname wrong and therefore could be another piece of trademark Banksy trickery. Uh, on the other hand, while Banksy, whilst Banksy was out creating his name with his unique brand of street art during the mid-90s, uh, Hewlett was busy living in London, a decent train right away. Still, his connection to a variety of Banksy-adjacent companies does seem to be more than just a coincidence, and maybe if he really isn't the artist, he actually knows who he is. So, as you can see, there's no $2 million artwork on a wall in this article. <laughs> Still, it was an interesting <laughs> yeah, article. Who is Banksy? Yeah. Uh. 
I mean, it really sounds like it's that Jamie Hewlett guy. <laughs> he seems to own all of the Banksy stuff. So. But the train ride was so far away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna bet my money it's him. <laughs> All right, there you go, folks. Banksy is Jamie Hill. <laughs> <laughs> we cracked the case. Yeah. All right, manifesto round two. Uh, so a guy with terminal cancer got a double lung transplant and survived. Man. He was stage four cancer. I see you got another theme this week, medical. Yeah. Stuff. <laughs> this one popped up. Like I guess they did the very first successful double lung transplant only in 2020. And it was for somebody who'd had COVID, their lungs got fucked up. So that's pretty crazy. That's incredible, man. I mean, I think I've heard of, like, a pig's heart, and now you can get, like, double lung transplants. Like, at this point, humans are going to be able to survive just about any... (laughs) We're getting better all the time. (laughs) Yeah. I am a little surprised, though, because, you know, they... You know, they still have to, like, find donors, and, like, there's always a risk of, like, your body, like, rejecting organs and shit. Yeah. I'm almost surprised they haven't come up with, like, some some sort of, like, completely artificial organs that somehow mesh with your body. I mean, they're working on them. There's, um, there are kidneys, um, artificial heart. There's stuff out there, yeah. You know, I've heard the term artificial heart, but, like... Yeah, I'm not sure what's all included in that, really, to be honest. But yeah, like, are people actually getting like fully, like, you know, mechanical hearts? Is I, I wouldn't think that's not, but I know there's like sleeves and stuff. I don't know. And some people have just what do they call those pacemakers, where he just keeps the rhythm normal. Mm. Yeah, I'm not sure, but I think yeah, there is something like for the kidneys. They it's like a filter they put in line. You keep your regular kidneys, and they just put this extra filter in there hmm. i don't know how much it helps but apparently it's supposed to help i mean i think we're working towards a day where we can replace like the human body with like an artificial one that lasts longer like we're working our, our way towards there i think i mean essentially if you get to a point where you can like take somebody's cells and grow them a new organ and just put it in hmm. i mean you're in pretty good shape at that point yeah of course you gotta well just only as good as long as your brain lasts, I guess. Mm. Haven't they? I, I want to say maybe we did a story about this on a, on an old podcast about them like basically like doing these experiments experiments on mice where they like de-age them basically like. Well, it was kind of it was kind of bullshit. I know the article you're talking about because they're like blah blah blah. I can make mice younger, or whatever. But actually what they had done is they'd taken two twin mice and one of them, basically, they, they fucked him up. And they're like, this is exactly what you see in aging is like what we did to this old ass looking house. <laughs> so they'd made one house artificially older, but they hadn't made one younger. <laughs> but they were isolating kind of the mechanism by which we grow older. I see. But yeah, it is impressive that they can do a double lung transplant. Um, was that it on that one? Yep. Well, I got a uh, kind of shocking and depressing story here of another woman that can use like a magic like chip in the brain probably. A uh, woman forgets 20 years of memories after catching a cold. 
Damn. Uh, the common cold comes with a slew of nasty and unpleasant symptoms. A runny nose, sore throat, cough, fatigue, loss of appetite, total memory loss. Yeah, we didn't know about that last one either, but that's what happened to a UK woman. Claire Muffet Reese caught a cold from her son and proceeded to fall into a coma. When she finally woke up, the last 20 years had been wiped away from her mind. She recognized her family members, but that was it. Everything else, birthdays, anniversaries, getting married, or having kids is no longer there. Muffet Reese knows these things ha have happened, but has no idea how. Muffet Reese's living nightmare began in 2021. The 43-year-old journalist and mother of two managed to catch a stubborn cold from her youngest son, Max. For two weeks, Muffet Reese tried dealing with the cold, uh, but things weren't looking good. Her husband, Scott, said that she kept getting more and more lethargic with each passing day, and then she went to bed the night before Father's Day. In the morning, I couldn't wake her up, Scott, 44, said according to Lad Bible. Uh, Scott called the paramedics, who promptly ferried his wife to the hospital. The situation didn't improve when she got there. Muffet Reese started having seizures. Doctors placed her on a ventilator. However, the woman's condition didn't begin to improve. Um, I was hallucinating, quite delusional at that stage, which is quite normal if you've been on a ventilator, Muffet Reese said. I thought there was a, a wasp in the ceiling or flies were getting in my ears. It was quite strange. Muffet Reese stayed at the hospital for a week before the decision was made to transfer her to Royal London Hospital for more intensive care. By that point, she had slipped into a coma. The woman was out of it for 16 days until at long last she woke up. Soon after... Uh, Soon after, her family and the doctors realized that she'd lost her memory. According to Muffet Reese, her memory isn't completely gone. She remembers her family's faces and names, but any events surrounding are at best a faint blur. I can't remember how Scott proposed getting married, uh, falling pregnant, having the birth of my children, any holidays with friends, or anything like that, Muffet Reese explained. Family events aren't the only thing the woman has forgotten. She also bliss is blissfully unaware of global incidents like 9-11 or the COVID pandemic. Scott had to tell me uh, we had this COVID lockdown. Luckily, I forget all all about homeschooling. I don't think I would have enjoyed that. Uh, Muffet Reese does does get occasional flashes of clarity, faintly remembering certain details about her life. But for the most part, it's all gone. It's horrible. I'm not going to lie. I mean, you get people constantly saying to you, do you remember when, uh, dot, dot, dot. Muffet Reese said, of course she doesn't remember. People can show her photo of something she participated in, but she'll have no memory of it happening. The memory loss isn't the only weird symptom Muffet Reese has. She also says that her senses sometimes go into override. For example, when she got out of the hospital, she could smell her medicine across the house. Unfortunately for Muffet Reese, there's little hope of her regaining her memories. Doctors told her if she were to remember her life again, she already would have. Uh, but how on earth could a common cold destroy Muffet Reese's memories? Well, as you may have already guessed, her condition isn't due to just a common cold. Instead, the doctors who diagnosed her determined that while she may have had initially had a cold, the illness advanced to encephalitis. It is an uncommon but life-threatening condition where the brain becomes inflamed. While scientists aren't always clear on what causes encephalitis, it can stem from viral or, or bacterial infections. So it's likely that the cold bugs Muffet Reese caught started wreaking havoc on her brain. The most terrifying thing about encephalitis, which probably contributed to Muffet, Muffet Reese's memory loss, is that it begins with flu-like symptoms. Had her family identified the symptoms correctly, Muffet Reese might have gone to the treatment she needed in time. But who could blame them? 
After all, would you make the connection between a mild fever and a deadly brain condition? We sure wouldn't, and that, and we're now dreading the next time we catch a cold. So it just sounds like, you know, a freak thing that wouldn't happen to most people, but apparently and encephalitis is not a good thing. It's pretty crazy, though, losing 20 years Yeah, 20 years, of years is. I mean, I mean, so she didn't, like, think she was younger than she is, right? She just forgot a bunch of stuff. Right. It sounds like she kind of remembers some some basics, like her hus- husband and kids' kind of faces and maybe names. Mm. But, like, it sounds like all the details were lost pretty much. Mm. Okay. Although it says she's 43 and it says she lost 20 years. So are they saying, like... The basic stuff was... She remembers stuff from her childhood. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't really tell that part. It says 20 years of memory, and it mentions that she's 43, but it doesn't really clarify on that point. Yeah, I'm sure it wasn't an exact... Uh... Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But still, man, can you imagine? You catch a cold, slips into a coma, and you forget almost everything about your life. I mean, but then she's got some great TV shows to catch up on. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Can watch Breaking Bad all over yeah. again. <laughs> That's the upside. Um, but yeah, that was it. You got a story number three for us. <laughs> I got a. Uh, I got this is my last story because the other ones were all like shared. <laughs> uh, school puts lockable gates on toilets to stop children from using them during lessons. Uh, Let's see here. Hundred of Who Academy, Kent. What? Hundred of Who Academy, Kent, installed lockable gates to stop pupils from using the toilets during lessons. This seems like a bad idea when a kid gets diarrhea really terrible. (laughs) Some parents say the move has led them to limit how much their children drink, meaning the frequent... Uh, they frequently return home with headaches. The school said pupils have previously been allowed to use the toilet if they had a pass. They added that the shutters had been installed where a safe were a safety measure. Uh, Mom Lauren Jewess, thirty-two, said if someone's got a bad tummy or something, it's going to be a, it's going to be difficult for them. It's not fair. One of the girls was was on her time of the month and they wouldn't let her go. Her mom said they just. They just get up and walk out, which she did, and then she got in trouble. It's basic human rights to go to the toilet. Some students aren't going to the toilet in the day, and they have to. They have an hour. They have an hour and a half bus ride home before they can go. Dang, hour and a half. They uh, haven't been able to go to lunch. Go at lunch because there are queues at line, or queues in line, and uh, so they have to split their lunch time between eating and queuing for the toilet. The school said in a statement, pupils are able to access toilets, students' services, and our pastoral rooms throughout the day, but should follow the school systems that have been in place for a number of years, with pupils reminded of them termly. There has been no change to policy, and pupils are able to use the academy toilets Uh, we have multiple bathrooms around the academy and pupils use these freely freely during break and lunch as staff are on duty in these areas during lesson time pupils should register at their lesson register at their lesson and use the teachers out of lesson pass to gain access to the this seems pretty complicated but what i'm saying is people aren't being allowed to shit when they need to (laughs) well the thing I, i i don't really understand is like the overall reasoning behind it's like, oh, if if we leave the toilets open, kids are going to skip class to play with the toilets. <laughs> like, what's the- yeah? People can still go into the bathroom and hide there, right? Like, I mean, I would think so if that's their fear. I don't know. I don't understand it. Listen, kids, 
All it takes is one of you to shit in the sink. <laughs> That's the thing. Or just like shit all over the locked toilet. Yeah. yeah, now that I think about it, I remember being in high school. Kids are shit, man. They shit into the... the <laughs> yeah. Go hide in the library, take a shit. Just take random shits until they're like, okay, <laughs> you win. The Hardly Boys in the case of the urinal turd. Yeah, but you can't beat kids. They have no shame. They'll shit anywhere. Yeah. yeah. They'll shit on top of your car and then you'll feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> We went to a playground once when we were kids, and of course, some kid took a shit in one of those circular oh, those slides. slides. Oh no! I saw shit in like one of those tube slides before, and it looked pretty much like someone must have like slid down it, or it was like coming out the back of a kid's pants or something, because it was like a big long smear. <laughs> I mean, how do you get to that point? If I feel a shit coming on, I'm like, oh, I better go to the restroom. I mean, I think these are just kids trying to cause mischief. <laughs> oh, it could have been also like a toddler or something, you know. Yeah, that, yeah. And shit comes out the back of the diaper. I'm I, always. I, I see videos on TikTok and YouTube of adults like reaching into their pants and like sniffing and smelling and stuff. So that's that's Re- reaching still, into their own pants or kids into their pants? own pants. Oh, I was like, I've definitely sniffed a kid's ass. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that particular slide, like, it was a short enough slide that we could obviously see the dookie right there. But, like, it would be pretty fucked up to take it, put a shit in, like, the middle of one of those, like, longer ones. Where, like, yeah, Surprise, motherfucker. Yeah, just, like, yeah. <laughs> go through someone's shit. Shit slide. It's biological warfare is what that is. Man, those slides, too, like, you get... You go down, I mean, you just get a bunch of static electricity and it shocked the piss out of you. <laughs> I saw a slide on TikTok. It was like so jagged and curved and somebody, an adult went down it and they were like, the person who designed this slide hates children. And they went down <laughs> it and they showed how painful and how terrible the slide was. <laughs> Some guy's like, I love my job. <laughs> I'll teach these little shits. <laughs> it would be fun to like design a bunch of playground equipment that's just all shitty yeah. <laughs> and sell it for a discount price. <laughs> no, mark that shit up. <laughs> you just have to make it look fancy and artful. Yeah, make them think it's worth more. <laughs> There's some weird ass looking like playground equipment these days. Mm. And you're like, eh, I could have just used a teeter totter. <laughs> They always get those like pointless ones, like like the captain's wheel or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like who plays with oh, this? Yeah. Really? The bearings are always out of it. <laughs> it doesn't turn. You're a captain for like one half of a second. After that, you're like, all right, I know where I am. <laughs> I was always too big of a pussy when I was a kid to try like the log rolling ones. They yeah, didn't have that, when I was that, a kid. That kind of seems like a uh, recipe for hurting yourself. It does. Yeah. Do you remember like when we went to school? There was like. There's like telephone pole with like a bunch of tires nailed all the way to the top, and you just climb up to the top. Of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We had one of those. That? I don't know, but I climbed on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in retrospect, yeah, that's garbage. <laughs> yeah, in retrospect, that was a pretty cheap piece of equipment, really. Uh. All right, we ready? Yeah, what do you got for us? Okay, this is in Switzerland. Seventh floor of an apartment building. Five people get on the balcony, and they all jump off at the same time. Oh. So they just kind of splat. Four are immediately dead. One is, like, critical condition in the hospital. Okay, wait, they jumped on the balcony or off of it? Off of it. 
five people. Did they explain the, the reasoning? Uh, some of the neighbors thought they might have been in a cult or something, but really nobody's put forth a solid answer. Maybe they're making a TikTok. This guy in the hospital needs to wake up so we can get some answers. Mm. Yeah. All your buddies are in heaven. How'd you fuck this up, buddy? <laughs> you gotta explain it, because they're all gone. Yeah, he's a vegetable, and they put a chip in his brain, and he's like, <laughs> F-U-C-K. <laughs> he probably jumped just a second later and, like, landed on all them. It's <laughs> like, yeah, softer landing. It's like that Austin Powers where he pulled her in front I love that Simpsons where they're, like, in the ocean, and they're, like... They're like all in like this, oh, like yeah, yeah. rope net, big net, yeah. And like, and like, I forget exactly what happens, but like Homer's like comes up to the surface and he's like, "We're saved." And, and and like the other guy's like, "What about the people on the bottom?" And he's like, "They're the real heroes." <laughs> there was more than that because they like, dropped in a big ball, and he was like, "Ah, ah, someone's bite me, someone's bite me," or something oh, like that. Right. And he's like, "Oh, okay, it stopped." Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, that was bad. <laughs> uh, Have you guys watched The Simpsons in a long time? I haven't seen it in like nah. 10 years. Maybe? It hasn't been good in a long time. I mean, yeah, I haven't seen it in like probably th- at least three or four years. And I, I, it's one of those shows I probably watched too long. Like, I mean, you you get a gem every now and again, but yeah, it went down in quality quite a bit from the early days. Yeah. Hmm, okay. I think just like when a show's around that long, it's just hard to say anything new. I saw this one clip where the guy, he theorized that when like Homer stopped being like a family man and he was just complete retard, like that was kind of like the death now because he just had to be like stupider and stupider all the time and it just crapped out. I don't know. I like some of those episodes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like stupid Homer. Remember that one where he ate that really hot chili at that chili eating contest? I love that. That does one. sound familiar. <laughs> <laughs> he thought, I think somebody was an. Oh, it was weird. It was a weird episode. <laughs> I think he thought Burns was an alien. Oh. <laughs> I think he's having hallucinations. Yeah. I like Dumb Homer. I know. Like, every once in a while, I think maybe I should go back and, like, watch some classic Simpsons, but then I just never did. It's <laughs> yeah. too much shit. Yeah. Probably if you start on, like, a couple seasons in, probably there's probably pretty good still. I've actually lately I've because uh, like I usually have a show that I just kind of put on in the background like when I'm surfing the net and stuff. Yeah. So I've been like had a lot of American Dad on because there was like I hadn't watched it in years, so I had like this backlog of like a lot of season. And, like it is pretty funny sometimes. Roger the alien. Yeah, I think American Dad is kind of funny. It's uh, it's a lot like Family Guy. It's the same creator, right? Seven right. Five. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for me, that show was Futurama. I could watch that like Futurama's great, yeah. yeah, over and over again. Man, Seth MacFarlane, like, I would think just the time he spends like voicing characters for Family Guy and American Dad would take up a lot of his time because they make a lot of episodes every year, and like he he does a lot of voices on those shows. Plus, he does the Orville, mm-hmm. and I think there he like also helps write. And like he does a lot of shit, man. Yeah, he also produced uh, Cosmos with. Uh, oh yeah, with Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Tyson. Plus, like he's a, like a jazz singer or something. He, he puts out albums. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Some people just have like a an engine that just keeps going, man. Like yeah, just obsessive work. Yeah. I mean, he's one of those guys that makes like an insane amount of money, but at the same time, I'm like, well, he fucking works for it. Yeah. 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 
So I don't really have a problem with him getting rich. Yeah, he's not like this conglomerate. Like he's not Jeff Bezos, who's like you have to go to the office every day, like work your ass off, and he's making billions just sitting there chilling. You know? Right. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, we we made it past an hour. We did it. Another another showdown. I hope everybody watching and listening enjoyed this. Um, if you will, uh, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Please subscribe on your YouTube service of choice. Leave us comments. Leave us positive reviews. Leave us a, leave us thumbs up. And in, don't be shy. Interact with us on Twitter, guys. Where can people find you on Twitter? I am at a name for this too, and that's number two. At unsolicited s u g. And you can, of course, find me at Zach Jones Live. That's Z-A-C-H-J-O-N-E-S-L-I-V-E. And that is going to do it for all of our shenanigans and poppycock this week. Please, please, please tune in again next week. Bye, guys. Take care. Have a good one.